Before we get going, my congressmen and women, I just want to give a shout out to James MD, listener of the pod. Check him out on IG. Really great guy. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, I hope you keep enjoying it. Um, guys, here's the episode. Hello, Senator. Welcome to Transplants, the only podcast produced for and by people making a go of it in their new city or state. I'm your host, Alec Flynn. We're back with a regular episode today, guys. I know I, I haven't really been treating you too well with the Patrick Cobos podcast. If that isn't your jam, they're my two good friends. We do a lot of really fun stuff together. I would recommend uh, checking them out if you love listening to Cobos laugh at everything and Patrick kind of mumble into the mic and talk about, um, you know, Alf and weird uh, movies that he's been watching. But anyway, I'm back. Um, this is kind of, this is going to be a solo pod today. Uh, look, we got a lot of stuff going on in the world. Um, not really, but I will say that it's good to kind of feel like we're in the later half of the year. It's September. It's not really getting colder, uh, sadly. Shout out to climate change. But it does feel like it's the new leaf, all right? We're, we're towards the end. We're rounding the other side of the track, and we can see the finish line, folks. And I would just ask that you kind of keep pumping, keep moving along, and I'm glad to be here with you right now. For me, I'm um, going to be honest. Past like two, three weeks, I've just felt drained. Uh, my job, as you may or may not know, and I probably told a lot of people here, I make TikToks. I am a corporate TikToker. That's right. I do a job that Warren Buffett could not do, but a 15-year-old could. It's pretty terrible. Um, i convinced that it's giving me a type of dementia um, where like, I'll be 65 and I'll be able to speak to my family members using viral dance moves. Like I'm going to be, they're going to be, my kids will be talking to the nurse just like, all right, look, if he whips, that means he needs to go. Okay. But if he nays, check the diaper. I think he already went. That's what I think is in my future right now. Um, it's, it's, I'm a, I'm a corporate TikToker, and it's not fun. I thought at first it would be fun. And I, and I think when a lot of us are stuck in a situation where we don't feel like there's an option out, we will take whatever's good for us. I think for a lot of uh, us where maybe we're in a corporate position where we don't feel valued, maybe we're in a role where we feel like we're taking on too much or we're in a role where we don't feel like we can succeed, we will do whatever, like, you know, maybe we'll get fired or maybe we'll like seek out or take the next opportunity, whatever it is. Because the idea of being stagnant and the idea of kind of just waiting in nothingness is scary. I know that's how I've felt for the past couple of weeks. Um, there's been a lot of thinking about what am I going to do? You know, I went from a sales position to a social media position and it's, it's, you know, what's the next step? Is it fireman? Is it sex worker? Who knows? It could really be anything. I hope it's not the second thing, but don't, I think it's, I'd be pretty good at the second thing. Um, I will say that the job the past couple of weeks has just become something where I, I put so much effort into comedy, into trying to develop my creative side outside of that, you know, fill, refilling the well and taking from the well what I think is best. Uh, I think doing the podcast is part of that where I get to speak to all the transplants out there. Maybe I'll do a couple bits. Maybe I'll just kind of riff and we'll talk about it and be honest with each other. Honesty is a big part of what it is. Um, and when you are 
doing something for a company creatively that isn't your voice. You have to kind of take what is special about you and your thing and now apply it to a brand. Um, it's just not really going well for me. I don't really know whether that's my fault, whether it's something I should have education in. Like if I had been a marketing major, would I feel different about this? If I had years of experience in social media, would I be feeling different about this? Probably. But all I know is when uh, you know I make a TikTok and they come to me and they're like, hey, um, this doesn't really feel like it's in the voice of the brand. I'm like, what's our brand? Water bottles? It's an inanimate object. I I, it doesn't talk. I'm the one with the personality. I'm the guy who's supposed to be out there doing the thing. And, and like when I feel constricted by that, I don't want to work as hard. And not only that, but when I do work really hard on something and then it bombs because of things that they're telling me to do, but I don't understand, then it's like a cycle of punishment in my own head where it's like, you're not good enough. You can't fulfill this job. Because what's this whole thing we're talking about now? Quiet quitting? Everybody's quiet quitting? Yeah, I mean, everybody likes a good quiet quit. Listen, if it's Friday in general, the entire day is a quiet quit. Okay, I might as well be doing a silent protest from my couch every Friday work from home. That's I mean, but that's everybody. I don't ever want to quiet quit and feel like I, I'm not giving at least like 70% of my effort um, towards my job because I really want to like make sure that I can at least try and I can do this thing. But when it feels like there's almost no path to doing it right and to to succeeding and adding to this vision that everybody else has in a company, then I'm like just beating myself up for no fucking reason. You know, TikTok was this thing. I mean, if you're here from TikTok because of me, thank you for coming, but you know my style. I just put the phone in front of my face and I tell a joke. Okay, is is my popularity, maybe because I'm a little, you know, because I got a jawline that can cut granite? Maybe, probably, whatever. You know what? Fine. But at least I'm doing a joke and I'm being myself. All right. I have plenty of TikToks where I'm doing other shit and it doesn't hit. Fine. Don't care. But I'm being myself. And number one, I don't let that app consume me. Man. And um, it's just been a tough couple weeks where I feel like my comedy has suffered because I am really trying to excel in this role that I don't know if I'm really built for. I don't really know many other men that are in social media. Uh, it doesn't really feel like a job for bros. I mean, maybe it's a job for guys. Maybe it's a job for dudes. I think it's definitely a job for kids. Uh, but for bros, it's because like my for you page is pretty much just like hockey highlights and then like random like single camera Android users like eating like uh, their hubcaps in the South or like, you know, world star fights. It's craziness. And then girls will come in or people on my team and then they'll tell me like, oh, did you see Corn Kid? I'm like, yeah, I saw Corn Kid. I don't get it. Why is this funny? <laughs> I know why everyone loves the Corn Kid. It's cute, but I'm not in the business of cute. All right. I'm in the business of misery and let's take it from the top. Okay. It's not funny and I don't like it. Uh. Yeah, and that's what's uh it's kind of frustrating to me when uh you know, I don't feel like I get it. And you are listening to feedback, you're 
taking it in, working on it, but you're just not going to get it. I don't think I get it. Nothing wrong with that, but um, I hope you all out there can have had a similar feeling, maybe where it almost, you know, maybe you're in a relationship and you're just like, I don't think this other person get. I don't know if I get it. You ever just been in a relationship with someone and been like, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I get it anymore. I think at first I had it. I understood. But maybe, but now I don't get it. What's going on here? This guy, you know, he leaves the toilet seat up a lot. Or this girl, she, uh, you know, or she's got like nails that click against her phone and that's annoying. Anyway, in summation of my rant, Transplant Nation, I would like to say that uh, I feel like this fall I will be turning over a new leaf. And that means a, a greater creative well to dig from. I think that's going to be more time spent trying to look inward, um, trying to be as honest as I can with you, the listener, and with myself. It's a lot, I think that's going to be meditation. I think that's just going to be taking comedy seriously. You know, I'm, I'm working on a new project right now that hopefully I'll be able to debut um, next week. Uh, you know, it's a little bit, it's a little bit of a radio project um, that will be turning into an interactive podcast with other comedians. Um, the name right now is called Dad Behavior. And I'll just leave it at that. It's going to be really funny. And uh, I think it'll be a cool companion to where we get really sincere and honest on here. We can goof off and have a little bit of fun on dad behavior. Um, so before I leave you guys, there were a couple things that I did want to bring up. Number one, um, you know, I'm using my old laptop again because I think that, you know, if they do fire me, I'm going to have to go back to the old laptop. And uh, here we go. We have my E-Trade account, which I have not opened up my E-Trade account on this laptop since I don't, I think like in five years, I'm, you know, I had a finance and economics double major in college. I was like a conspiracy theorist, I think in like a senior, like not in the negative, like, you know, lizard people, X, Y, Z kind of thing, but I read the paper every day in college. So I was a very much a storyline guy. I was a big picture kind of guy. So I was always thinking like a year or two years, three years out with all of like my trading. So I put like a bunch of money into this. And right now I am at $30 total assets. Um, let's see. I'm going to go over to the portfolio snapshot. Um, all of my stocks, by the way, they're all weed stocks. I thought that weed was going to be massive once they legalized it. Um, once they legalize it nationwide, which I thought was going to be coming very soon. It still hasn't come in yet, but, you know, I, I'm still feeling pretty good about these. I mean, I didn't really pay a ton of money for them. Like, I did have to take out a bunch of money in, like, stocks that I had made money on. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, total gain um, over all the time that I've had it. I am... Uh, out. So I put in $314. I lost $284. Total gain, I am minus 90%. So, uh, yep, that's the finance degree I got from a small liberal arts college. So any of the kids, that's why everyone who goes to D3 schools and then gets a business or finance degree, that's why they're in fucking sales. Because we didn't learn shit. All right. And we're good. Some of us are good at talking to people. 
Otherwise, you're just a baseball player who's playing, I don't know. It just, none of it really works. So um, next thing I wanted to bring up, this also came up and I just wanted to touch upon it because it made me laugh. January 6th rioter who was turned in my ex-girlfriend sentenced to nine months in prison. I, that's such a good spite story. I mean, to have the power to like just, oh man, imagine being like an ex that someone just pisses you off. So this guy, uh, Michael Richard McKetty pleaded guilty nine months. Wait, did he only get nine months in prison? That's not enough, to be honest. Um, he was arrested February 23rd after his ex-girlfriend gave him his name to the FBI. Court documents showed he referred to the woman as a moron, quote, moron during text as he took part in the riots. Quote, if you can't see the election was stolen, you're a moron. He wrote to a texter and then she went, oh, I'm a moron. Let's see if the FBI agent thinks I'm a moron. Okay. Oh man, that's so good. I wish I had some dirt like that. Well, actually, I'm not really angry. I don't have that kind of like vengeance toward any of my exes. I, I have a buddy like who's really like that with uh, a lot of his ex-girlfriends. And uh, it's kind of sad. If you really still care about like, like he posted this meme that said, um, yo, when she broke up with you, she made a bet on your future. Make sure she loses that bet. Like, what? That sounds like you're about to go shoot up a casino, my guy. What are you talking about? Like this, all this alpha male bullshit that is come. I don't think this is really, I thought Andrew Tate, that whole thing was like a joke. I still kind of do think it's a bit. But there is this sort of animosity that certain guys have when their hearts are broken or when they feel like they've been crossed by a woman. I don't know. You just, not only are you a snowflake, it's like such an entitled move to feel like you are entitled to somebody's like love or attention. And the fact that they don't want to do that anymore, like makes you lash out. That's such a bitch move. I mean, it's like you can have, I mean, don't get me wrong. Be like, hey, you know, this breakup has shown me I need to improve as a person. I think that's great. Do that. But if, like to be like, that's all right. She didn't realize I was a lion amongst sheep. Buddy, you're not a lion, okay? You're just fucking Keith. Why don't you just channel all that anger? Why don't you take a cooking class, huh? Maybe join a rec league basketball team and shut up. I love the alpha male stuff. It is very funny to me. Um, that same kid, I'll talk about in the pod. I don't care. Um, he was called the N-word in his uh, fantasy football group chat, which is like so bad, especially because it's like not even the playoffs. And then he responded to it like he screenshotted it, put the kid on blast on Instagram, which he should do. But then he was like, all right, here's what I'm going to do to you, dog. I'm going to flex. And then he took his shirt off and flexed in front of the mirror. <laughs> Uh, and it made me like, I mean, should I have done that when they, <laughs> should I have done that in response in, instead of putting a black square on my Instagram, should I have just done a full Arnold pose with my shirt off and been like, that's for you racism. Fuck you. <laughs> God, it makes me cackle. Uh, what a... <laughs> 
First, what I'm going to do is flex. And then he did. I mean, don't get me wrong. He looks jacked. But uh, I I like how that was the first thing he did. He was like, first off, I'm going to show you how huge I am. And I was like, noted. Okay. Racism does not like jacked people. All right, guys. Um, that's going to be the episode for today. You know how I like to do it. Short and sweet. 15 minutes right on the dot. Uh, I was able to go into some really cool stuff that I enjoy. Guys, if you're in the Denver area, um, I'm going to be at High Plains Comedy Festival this Friday. It's the best weekend of the year for some comedy. Um, I've got some other dates coming up in September. October, if you live in L.A., if you live in L.A., I'm going to be coming in October. I'm going to put that on my Instagram soon. Uh, tell your friends about the podcast, guys. Um, you know, we are small but mighty crew, but I think that – um, the more that we grow the pod, and I think the more that we participate, it'll be more fun. All right, here's going to be our prompt question for next week. Guys, you can call in using the link in the description. You can leave a voicemail. It's super fun. I would love to hear from you guys. Um, this is going to be the question this week. Question this week, is working out with your partner, a significant other, cool or lame? Okay. Leave me a voicemail and explain why either way. All right. Goodbye, Senator.